Welcome to the From Pies to Prosperity podcast, the show where we navigate life's financial obstacles and learn the truths of personal finance one slice at a time. If you've asked yourself, why wasn't I taught this growing up? Well, you've come to the right place. Your host, pizza guru and certified financial planner, Cooper Casillas, is on a mission to educate others and inspire financial freedom. It's more than advice. It's peace of mind and pizza. Hey everyone, welcome back to the From Pies to Prosperity podcast. Today's episode is going to be a solo podcast, so you're just stuck with me. Um, but what we're going to do instead of a taste test is a pizza related giveaway. So you'll want to make sure to listen through the whole episode and not miss that because you could be our lucky winner. And for today's episode, we are talking about what Einstein called the eighth wonder of the world compound interest. Now, why would one of the most famous physicists ever talk about compound interest? Well, honestly, because of how powerful it can be for those who understand the basic principle behind it. Now, what's that basic principle you ask? Well, it's let your money work for you so you don't have to. And then let that money that your money made work for you and repeat that process over and over and over again. So let's think about this. Say you're building a snowman after a recent snowstorm. You have to be the one to start the snowball because the snow isn't just going to magically form into a ball by itself. But when you start it, you have to start small and then you build on it. And as you pack more snow onto the ball, it becomes easier. And you can start to just roll that ball on the ground. As you roll the snowball, it starts covering more area and gets bigger, faster, with less effort on your part. And then once you reach a certain mass, I want you just to imagine pushing it down Mount Everest. Right? Gravity does all the work for you, and that snowball just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. That snowball, or compounding effect, works exactly the same way in the investing world. So let's break this down and, and how it can benefit you. There are three keys of the compound interest equation. Time, contributions, and return. They all act as multipliers on each other. So the more time you have, the more powerful the equation. Likewise with your contributions or your rate of return. I want to walk us through a couple examples to illustrate this. And to build on our last episode of stocks and bonds, you'll remember that stocks are our primary growth vehicle. And your bonds really just act as your life preserver when you need it. So let's assume that in all of these examples, you're investing in a broad mix of companies all around the world. The overall stock market has returned on average historically 10 to 12% per year. However, that might not be a realistic number moving forward because we have projected returns for stocks closer to the 7 to 8% range. So to be more conservative, we're going to set our return assumption at 8%. Now, let's say you were gifted $100 for your high school graduation. And instead of spending that, you decided that you wanted to invest that cash into the stock market at age 18. And you decided 
that you would let that grow until you retired way down the road at age 65. Well, now we have all of our inputs, and what you can do is you can actually plug it into a compound interest calculator. If you want to do this with me, please feel free to, to bring Google up and search compound interest calculator. And once you have it up, what we'll do is we'll put in $100 as our original contribution. We'll put 47 years for our timeline. And again, 8% for our return or interest rate. Now, here comes the fun part. I want all of you, before you push calculate, to guess what that $100 grows to. All right, everyone has their guesses in. It grows to $3,723. Massive return on that original $100 investment. And you didn't have to do any work to get that. But what if, instead of just a one-time investment, you decided that you'd commit to investing $100 per month every year? Well, over those 47 years, you would have contributed or put in $56,000 of your own money, and that $56,000 would grow to $590,000. Crazy. Now, what if stock returns are maybe a bit better than we expected, and you returned 10% instead of 8%? Well, congratulations, because you'd officially be a millionaire, and it would grow to $1,160,000. Would you have believed me if I told you saving and investing $100 a month could make you a millionaire? I know I didn't believe it at first, but once I understood this principle, it took my mindset to a whole different playing field. I want to give you one more example because some people, you know, they can't necessarily start investing in high school or, or right after high school or in college. So in this example, let's say you just graduated college. You got your first job and you're starting to make money and it's exciting. Um, I think all of us can either remember that or know that feeling in some way, shape, or form. And at that first job, they offer a 401k plan. You can enroll in this 401k plan, and your employer has agreed that they will match the first 4% of your salary that you contribute. Because you know the power of compound interest, you decide to contribute 10% of your salary, and so they match that first 4%. Now, for this example, we're going to say your starting salary is $50,000. So if you're putting in 10%, that would be $5,000 per year. Might seem like a big number, but on a per paycheck basis, that's under $200 a paycheck. And then the company would match $2,000. So you put in $5,000 and the company puts in $2,000. And if you did that every year until you retire at 65, what would you guess? that would grow to, assuming that 8% growth rate. 2.5 million bucks. Crazy, right? And that doesn't even factor in any salary raises or career progression. So if you can get started and, and just put in 10%, you are going to be way, way, way in front of the rest of your peers. Now, a lot of folks 
graduate school, you're paying bills for the first time, and you know they they're not introduced to this, and so they say, hey, well, most people really don't start investing until their 30s or 40s or even 50s. So I'm not going to worry about it until then. Well, what would that cost you? Well, the cost of waiting is is crazy because it would cost you the best 10 years of compound interest of your life. If you wait 10 years and we use that same example, those contributions only grow to $1.1 million. So waiting just 10 years cost you $1.4 million. That, my friends, is a perfect example of why it's so, so important to start early. And I work with so many great people that wish they were taught this when they were younger and started earlier. Because as you get older and have less time for your money to compound, you have to save more and play catch up. If you can start now, your future self will be so, so grateful. I promise you that. Now, speaking of being grateful, I am grateful for all of you and for listening and supporting me as I've started this podcast. To show that appreciation, what I want to do is I want to give one of you a $50 gift card to your own favorite pizza spot. To be entered into this giveaway, you'll need to subscribe to the show, share this episode with one friend, and then send me an email confirming you have done so. And you know, send me what your favorite pizza spot is, and maybe I'll be able to add it to my list of places to try on this podcast. So good luck. The winner will be announced in our next episode. And again, thank you for all your support and for listening. Now let's get back to the finance talk, because so far we've only talked about the positives of compound interest and how it can really be one of your best friends. However, there is a dark side to it that ultimately can be one of your worst enemies. Sadly, I have seen this happen to more people than I'd like to admit. The best example, or I guess I should say worst example, is credit cards. Credit cards can be a great tool for people who can use them correctly, but they are so often used incorrectly. And my next episode, we're, we're actually going to be talking all about credit cards and credit scores, so stay tuned for that. But the quick summary is that when you use a credit card and don't pay it off every month, it begins to compound on itself, just like if you had invested that money. So the evil behind credit cards is the rate at which the interest grows to a level that is nearly impossible to keep up with. Credit card interest rates vary between 20 to 30 percent typically. So if you remember in our earlier formula, the interest rate is one of our multipliers. The higher that multiplier is, the more dramatic the compounding ends up being. Let's say, you know, you're not really closely paying attention to what you're spending and you want to buy this or you want to go on a vacation here. And over the course of time, you build up $10,000 in credit card debt. Well, each year, that $10,000 is going to accumulate interest. At a rate of 20 to 30%, that means that's two to $3,000 a year just in interest. And if you just simply pay the minimum payment each month, you'll barely make a dent in that interest, let alone the principal or original $10,000. And then next year, you'll owe interest on that $10,000 plus 
any interest that accumulated last year that you weren't able to pay off. This snowball effect can get very dangerous very fast if you aren't careful. So word to the wise, do everything in your power to make compound interest your friend, not your foe. Look, investing can be scary. Trust me, I have been there. What I hope this episode taught you is that investing isn't just for rich people or old people, and it doesn't have to be complicated. You don't have to have a fancy, sophisticated portfolio when you get started, nor do you have to achieve unrealistic returns that all those get-rich-quick schemes say you can get. In reality, investing isn't sexy. And if you live below your means, consistently contribute, and don't make emotional changes and reactions, being a millionaire is not only achievable, but dare I say easy? We'll have more conversations about this in the future, but I'll leave you with one last thought on investing. As long as you have a logical approach, you base it on evidence, and you focus on the long term, you'll beat everyone else. If you have questions or would like some guidance on how to get started, please feel free to reach out to me directly. And as always, I'll include my information and I'll put a compound interest calculator in the show notes below. I appreciate each and every one of you for listening and I'll talk to you next time. Thanks. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of the From Pies to Prosperity podcast. Remember to share with a friend, subscribe in your favorite podcast app, and if you're so inclined, leave us a review. As always, all resources mentioned can be found in the show notes below, which include where to learn more about Cooper and his team. If you'd like to set up a meeting or send a listener question, please email Cooper directly via cooper at rayolson.net. Thanks for listening and taking one step closer to climbing that mountain to prosperity. This information provided is strictly for educational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, Kestra IS, member FINRA slash SIPC Investment Advisory Services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, Kestra AS, an affiliate of Kestra IS, LC. Ray Olson, LLC is not affiliated with Kestra IS. 